0: commitments apologies so lots to get to let's get to it first we have to start with the outing that was supposed to happen with the italian prime minister to a canadian art something or other and it didn't happen because of protesters and ctv news is reporting well the italian prime minister is visiting and ctv news is reporting that trudeau meets italian prime minister maloney in toronto pair agree to a roadmap for cooperation okay a roadmap to cooperation i mean what does that even mean Aren't Canada and uh, Italy part of the same alliances already? We're already in the same circles, et cetera, et cetera. Do we need new commitments? Like there's an Italian section in the grocery store. (laughs) What more do you want? Uh, Daisy Media is showing the protests that are happening. And he says some interesting intersectionality at the Palestinian march in Ottawa. So this is not the Trudeau protest. I'll show you that in just a second. Um, But there were Antifa wearing black block or head and face scarves guarding the marchers and they followed me every move, or my every move. They got in my face, tried to prevent me from filming, and impeded my progress multiple times. Eventually, the Ottawa police intervened. So I'm showing this to you just because these protests are paid for. These protests are motivated by people being paid to be there. These protests are organized by people with big, big money behind them. Big money! Because it's hard to organize protests like this. It takes money and, and, and knowing people, right? It is... A very interesting business and we're watching it kind of operate out in the open and people are assuming this is organic protest these are not organic protests here's just a little bit of Daisy's Daisy Desi Media's stuff um, showing the protests in Ottawa and then I'll show you the protests in Toronto here we go we
1: call Antifa behavior old is Antifa behavior this
0: okay? Yeah, right. no. space, everybody, everybody's it. So there you go. So there's a lot of people and you can see here a lot of people dressed in all black covering their faces um, and, and being aggressive with regards to people covering this etc. etc. And then back to Toronto, the post millennial is reporting mounted police officers are on hand at the art gallery of Ontario where anti Israel protesters have gathered. Trudeau and PM Maloney are attending a reception inside. So here's and footage by by this guy here. Credit where it's due, right? So thanks, dude. Here we go. <laughs> So there you go. They brought the horses out and the protesters are there. I'm not sure. Hold on. I'll see if I can scrub through and see if there's any any clad in black. It's kind. Of, it's hard to tell. The crowd's kind of dense and it's it's hard to tell. Some, some people are wearing black, but they have their back to you. So it could just be a black jacket. Like this guy just looks like he's wearing a black jacket and no face covering or anything like that. This girl doesn't have a black face covering and she's not wearing a hat or anything like that to cover her hair or anything like that. She's got a black jacket and she's covering her face. But is that is that Antifa or no? Right? It doesn't I wouldn't say that's a slam dunk by any stretch. So it's it's one of those things, and it's hard to it's hard to tell. Like there's other people who've got masks on as well, but again, that could just be leftover COVID madness, right? So it's interesting. I, I still think that these protests, the um, pro-Palestinian uh, anti-Israel protests. I think a lot of that is very, very similar to the Black Lives Matter protests, to the um, pussy hat thing when Trump was in office, et cetera, et cetera. It's it feels very manufactured to me, and I don't, I'm not convinced that this is what people will do unless they're unless they're paid off, and so i could be wrong but that's that's my gut feeling on it melissa says no way the trudeau and maloney event planned for tonight at the ago was canceled after after all too many protesters welcome to canada and yeah that's i mean that's not great that doesn't look good on canada does it house of commons staffer says what's the enough is enough date for pro hamas protesters the truckers clogged up the downtown of one city you could say they brought some life to it and temporarily some border crossings see i don't like that how that's framed because i don't know that that's like that's not what the truckers did clogged up the downtown of one city i mean the the, club, the truckers raised 10 million dollars twice they had a huge amount of support behind them and what they did was they held a street party to try and to try and prevent the ridiculous covid mandates and we know more and more as we know more about the covid mandates and i've got stories about covid coming up right after this actually maybe we should, we'll talk about it just in just a minute but that wouldn't have been ruled back without those guys you know what i mean so maligning them in this way or or, or undermining what they did by kind of reducing it to they clogged up the downtown of one city i don't really like that characterization okay moving on eventually the government had enough of the truckers and whether you think it was right or not shut them down it was absolutely wrong it was illegal to do what they did and they damn well knew it when they were doing it but these terrorist sympathizers, the pro-Hamas protesters, can harass Jewish-owned businesses, invade synagogues, intimidate families at Christmas inside malls, have hate rallies in out-of-the-way predominantly Jewish neighborhoods, shut down bilateral summits, and there's no consequences for them at all. It's like saying, why can the Black Lives Matter people protest protest? during the pandemic that's locked down our business. If those guys can protest, I can open my my store, right? Like if they if they can do that, I can do I can have my store running. And the answer is don't be bigoted racist. <laughs> Black lives matter was the response. And this this rings so close to that. It's just unbelievable that people can't see it. And they're so blind to they're they're so blind to even considering it because they're so engaged emotionally with with what's going on. Like they feel like they're, you know, for the underdog. We've got to get rid of these bad people who are terrorizing, blah, 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 blah. But they're not seeing they're being manipulated by these people who are being paid probably by our own tax dollars. But who knows? Maybe it's international tax dollars. Maybe it's UK tax dollars paying for this particular cell. Who knows? Rishi Sunak is also being forced to address the anti-Israel protesters. And I just thought this kind of fit. So um, breaking news in an unprecedented decision, the British Prime Minister just confirmed that the UK government will bring in a new robust framework for policing protesters or protests in a bid to crack down on pro-Palestinian marches, including revoking visas. It's about time. Now, one of the things that I have to say is I think that, like, if you look at the protests, I mean, this one seems pretty mild compared to the Ottawa one, right? They're chanting, fine, um, but there's, there isn't the, the aggressiveness that you see in this one, but all you would have to do is enforce the laws as written. Like, yes, you can peacefully assemble. Yes, you can peacefully protest, peacefully protest. It says protest, right? But the truckers had a judge saying this protest is legal. And then they got maligned as occupiers, right? So, I mean, The whole thing seems hinky, but you've got this, you can have this protest, right? But if you start assaulting somebody and there's police there, the police should stop that assault. Like you shouldn't just allow that to continue. And the police are just allowing that kind of stuff to continue. And what's happening is bad actors dressed in black are coming and assaulting people, starting crap, and then claiming victimhood and saying the alt-right are attacking the poor Palestinian protesters or the poor, whichever person, whatever, whatever victimhood kind of um, mask they want to adopt that article. And it's it's dishonest, right? If they had just executed the laws, if they just had a response to people who were acting outside of the laws, then we, it wouldn't get out of hand. Well, maybe, maybe it would get out of hand. But at that point in time, I don't think we need to crack down on protesting as is being pro- proposed. We need to crack down on the illegal activities, the organizing, the paying protesters, all of that kind of stuff. Because there's a whole bunch of other things feeding into this, in my opinion. Here's Rishi Sunak very quickly. Here we go.
1: In policing the protests we have seen, and that they are operationally independent. But we must draw a line. Yes, you can march and protest with passion. You can demand the protection of civilian life. But no you cannot call for violent jihad. There is no context in which it can be acceptable to beam anti-Semitic tropes onto Big Ben in the middle of a vote on Israel-Gaza. And there can be no cause that you can use to justify the support of a prescribed terrorist group like Hamas. And yes...
0: (laughs) Hamas was created by Israel, right? (laughs) Like wasn't it? It's funded. It's leadership's in Qatar. There's a whole bunch of conversations that need to be had. And so having a blanket, you can't do that, is not really helpful. It's not really helpful in my opinion. Let's talk about COVID because it had something to do with one of the last tabs that we were talking about. Uh, Maxime Bernier says, it's always just been the flu. The Wall Street Journal is reporting it's official. We can pretty much treat COVID like the flu now. Here's here's a guide on how to treat COVID like the flu. Oh, thanks, right? Um, It's, it's, it's funny because I've never needed the government's instruction on how to deal with like a flu before. Like if I get sick, it's not usually the government I call to help me with the flu. And you know, if I got really sick, I might call the the doctor and you could argue maybe that's the government, but it's, it's, I don't need the government to shut down the economy for a new strain of flu that might kill us all or whatever, because they did more harm than the flu did. Right. And, or treating COVID as a new novel disease that we needed to treat differently than anything we've ever treated in the past and pretending like doing that would change the, the outcome of this flu's spread did more damage, way more damage, and we should never allow it to happen again. But Wall Street Journal now saying we can pretty much treat COVID like the flu. Here's a guide. Why aren't, why isn't there more accountability? Why aren't people more upset? Like here is uh, a U.S. and Mike Benz is highlighting this. He says, as the CDC now says COVID is just the flu, here's a social media censorship instructional video produced by the Department of Homeland Security in the U.S. telling children to report their family members for disinformation if they posted COVID is no more fatal than the flu they're talking here about using logical fallacies and uh, like different, different argument tactics and things like that. And I think it's funny as well, because the number of people who started using this language during the COVID era was really, really high. But here's, here's the part it says on the screen, everybody knows COVID is no worse than the flu, and you're committing a logical fallacy a mob appeal if you're doing that. Um, so hold on, I'll just back it up a little bit further. So here we go. Worse than the flu. Statements like these often commit the fallacy of mob appeal by appealing to the emotions of a crowd for an idea to be accepted or rejected. Comparing a pandemic virus to a seasonal virus also commits the fallacy of weak analogy because the two viruses have telling differences. Steve fails to share those differences, committing the fallacy of suppressed evidence. Finally, Ah, but if Steve looked up those differences and and told people about them, he would be committing misinformation, disinformation, fallacy, blah, blah, blah. Nonsense, right? Absolute nonsense. And I think that we should hold the people who lied to us to account because why would we believe them now? How can we believe them now? Um, here is some news about the royal family, and I thought this was very interesting. Queen Camilla is taking a break from public duties for some downtime, which means that none of the four most senior royals, King Charles, Queen Camilla, Prince William, and Kate Middleton are working right now. Wouldn't she be Kate Williams? Or not Williams, um, Kate, what's what's the, Windsor, 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 Kate Windsor, right? Wouldn't it be Windsor, Kate, Kate Windsor? So, because she's married, right? Did she keep the Middleton name? Is she still Kate Middleton? Like, that's weird. <laughs> isn't it? Um, Are the kids hyphenated? Windsor Middleton? Um, Here's David, and he says, all four senior members of the British royal family have suspended public engagements until further notice. So how long do you think before William is king, right? I've heard predictions of 25. That's pretty wild. Here's a grab bag of election stuff for Canada, uh, and Michael Barrett is, is sharing this this is an old an old scandal but i mean the conservatives are are doing as much as they can to get as much ammunition as they can to make trudeau very disliked and this is in that vein and so here's michael barrett
1: trudeau's illegal vacation to billionaire island in 2016 well the rcmp opened an investigative file into it and I got my hands on some of the documents from their investigative file and I asked the head of the Mounties about it this week. Take a look at this video and let me know what you think. I have questions for you that come from an access to information request. It deals with a decision tree from section 121.1c of the criminal code fraud on Government it's by the RCMP and they've populated information on the document It asks a series of questions with respect to Justin Trudeau's visit to the Aga Khan Island Bells Cay Was mr. Trudeau a government official at the time and it says yes Did mr. Trudeau accept a benefit from the Aga Khan? It says yes Did the Aga Khan have dealings with the government? It says yes Then it says did mr. Trudeau have consent in writing of the head of a branch of government for whom he worked It says unknown At that point, it says, if yes, then the final verdict would be not guilty. But it goes on, if no, did Mr. Trudeau know that he accepted was a benefit from a person who had dealings with the government? Yes. And then, if yes, it says, final verdict, guilty of fraud on the government. Now, we know that, in fact, Mr. Trudeau did not have uh, a writing from the head of branch of the government for whom he worked because that question was put to him in the House of Commons.
0: Did the Prime Minister give himself permission to take that free holiday in 2016?
1: The Right Honourable Prime Minister. No, Mr. Speaker. Commissioner, did the RCMP uh, call um, Mr. Trudeau and ask him the question? Did we uh, contact the Prime Minister in relation to this one? No. The RCMP didn't pick up the phone. But Conservatives asked him the question we got the answer.
0: The RCMP looked into this matter
1: and no political interference was around it. They came to their own conclusion there was nothing to pursue. And that answer is publicly available and it was not protected like, like, te- like transcripts from a committee. So it, it could be used and it has evidentiary value. Knowing that, and knowing based on that decision tree, wouldn't that affect the decision of the RCMP? To lay a charge of fraud on government against the prime minister if all of the criteria set out in the decision tree from watts manual of criminal jury instruction were satisfied
0: i guess there just wasn't time to hear his answer he i'm sure the answer is yes we'll get right on that maybe there's a long drawn out answer of why that doesn't apply i don't know but it's, a, it's an effective ad, and I think interesting. It draws some interesting questions. I'll see if I can find the answer, because it's it's interesting. I wonder what he said. True North is reporting, Prime Minister Trudeau was asked if any other public servants have been implicated in the Arrive Can scandal following, any, following the revelation that a national defense employee received $7.9 million in government contracts for the development of the app. It's 53 seconds. We'll listen to it. But I have to say, I have to preface this with, when people asked about Well, Justin Trudeau replied, the story in the Globe and Mail is false. And it turned out to be very true. And the number of times that Justin Trudeau has lied about things to the press in order to mislead the public, we should ask for receipts. We should ask for proof along with his statements because he's lied so often, I almost get him confused with Marco Mendicino. Like really, it's it's ridiculous. So, and I can't, I, I'm not going to go into the specifics because I'll have to, I'll have to dig into my memory and I just don't have time for that this morning. <laughs> Here's Justin Trudeau being asked a question and I, I don't, I don't believe, I don't believe him until I've got proof in hand and maybe some even like transparency and context around everything that's being talked about. I, I can't just take his word for it. Here's Trudeau. CTV News reported that an employee of DND was given nearly eight million dollars to work on the controversial ArriveCan app. Uh, have any other uh, DND or federal employees been awarded?
1: Uh, these there are investigations ongoing into uh, what happened uh, in the procurement process uh, around ArriveCan. Obviously. Uh, the- Uh, information that's come out and has come out over the past months uh, has been unacceptable. There are uh, full-on investigations, there will be consequences for anyone who broke the rules, who broke the laws, uh, and indeed who took advantage of a situation in which uh, governments of all levels were doing everything they could to keep Canadians alive and safe uh, in a um, a never-before-seen pandemic.
0: It doesn't seem like Justin Trudeau's a real law and order rules based order kind of guy. It seems like he's kind of you know fire from the hip until the proverbial poop hits the fan, and then you know fire the people who are doing that stuff that's wrong. But he, there's never any kind of oversight. There's never any kind of account- of accountability. It's ridiculous. It's unbelievable. Michael Chong says we need to find out how this was allowed to happen so it doesn't happen again. Getting the doc- documents is just a start. Parliament needs to investigate and issue a report with recommendations. Censored documents about Winnipeg scientists reveal a threat to Canada's security. So all of these scandals coming to a head at the same time, old scandals coming to light, et cetera, et cetera, it's not an accident. It's it's a strategy. It's a plan by the Conservatives, and it seems to be an effective one. So now they have to figure out how to trigger an election. And I think they're trying to pile up all of these scandals to say this government's invalid or doesn't have... Doesn't have uh, doesn't have uh, trust of the population. <laughs> Neither of those things would really fly, though. I mean, you could you could make an argument for confidence. Say there's no confidence in this government. You could name you could shame the NDP for supporting the government, but that doesn't seem to like eh, Jagmeet Singh doesn't care. <laughs> He's going to get that pension, man. That's it. So so all of the strategy seems like it's effective in that they're getting a the Polls are projecting a very strong majority for Mr. Polyev as soon as an election can happen, but we've got to wait until 2025, which, sure, time goes fast, but, I mean, we're staring down the barrel of an internet censorship bill, right? So, which isn't great, not good at all. Um, So, anyway, the censored documents being... Released is one step, and then Michael Chong is taking the next step in that. He says conservatives have forced a committee investigation into how Beijing military scientists were let into Canada's highest security lab. For three years, Trudeau tried to cover it up. He must answer for this massive national security breach under his watch. Stay tuned. So they've got a plan. There is a, there is a we're going to do this, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do this. And they're executing. So there you go. And the NDP are trying to continue business as normal. And Jagmeet Singh says, Alberta, sadly, your conservative premier will deny you free coverage and access to contraceptives and diabetes medication, a plan that will save you money and keep you healthy no matter your income. Before signing or before seeing the details, Danielle Smith said no and sided with Big Pharma. I don't know that she's siding with Big Pharma. The funny thing is the way Jagmeet Singh frames everything, I I, I can't. It's not that I can't agree with it. I, I know I know enough to understand that there's more to the story, right? Like the the whole talking about how Galen Weston's pushing up the price of groceries. That may be true. Galen Weston had a hand in um, the bread price fixing scandal, and you know there was it was a big deal. People, I mean, if it was the United States, I'm sure people would have gone to jail. But it's Canada, so they paid a million dollar fine, and you know everything's everybody's happy. But It could be true. There could be elements of truth to that. But also, I know enough to know that the carbon tax is actually impacting every single aspect of food transport and food production, thereby that has to be pushing up the cost way more, way more than Galen Weston and his greedy, greedy CEO ways. So it invalidates his point because I know enough to understand that he's preying on low information voters. And I think it's i i think it's pretty despicable right the ndp used to be a a party of a party of the worker and now it's a party of the communist worker it's really really crazy anyway um, the plan that they have as well i'm worried about the diabetes medication being the injection rather than um, insulin and needles and things like that but in this video they talk about insulin and needles implying that it's included. So that's interesting. So here's here's part of this ad. Here we go. Type one diabetes is super costly. You have your cost of insulin, you have blood glucose strips. If you're on a continuous glucose monitor, there's that cost. NDP leader Jagmeet Singh, one of the architects of the deal, is expressing disappointment.
1: I think it'll be very difficult for the Premier in Alberta to explain to people in Alberta who can't afford their diabetes medication why they're turning down an investment that would cover everyone in that province.
0: So, If you've got patients with diabetes who are able to you know check their blood sugars as often as they want to take their medications check their blood pressure you have a healthier population. We need help covering it that the cost for taking care of yourself with type 1 diabetes. I have an idea why don't we stop paying for addictive fentanyl and, and other opium drugs we take that money and we put that into only insulin and needles not any other kind of diabetic treatment well we could have we could maybe do diet and exercise and proper sleep as well like we could do the basics because i think a lot of people don't understand the basics (laughs) and right we could we could focus and we could educate people and help help them understand where they're going wrong and then use that to to help solve the problem rather than experimental drugs that haven't been approved in Europe right but the video here really does imply that that glucose meters and needles and things like that are going to be covered and I'm really like I, I don't think that that's the case I think it's I think it's for drug interventions I don't think it's for needles and and insulin right so you can't can you make money on insulin I don't know that you can make money on insulin didn't the guy give the patent for free said this is like this is not about making money this is about saving lives right? I think that's the, I think that's the insulin guy. And so you've got to, you've got to medicalize diabetes in a different way, which is crazy. And especially because the drug is not confirmed or not approved in Europe, right? And that's, that's crazier. Okay. Sam Cooper, let's move on to, well, this is election stuff still. Uh, but this is different China, China news because Sam Cooper is kind of a focused on China guy. He says, exclusive Vancouver Police Foundation return donation linked to Justin Trudeau fundraiser ch- cited in BC casino cash investigations. While the Vancouver Police Department has now distanced itself from Tiger Yuan and related Chinese community donors, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and BC Premier Dave Eby evidently have not. A recent Canadian Immigration Board ruling dealing with alleged Chinese espionage networks says Beijing's United Front subsumed China's overseas affairs office in 2018, and these organs run massive lower-level intelligence operations aimed at leveraging diaspora communities. But within these networks of Beijing's United Front, People's Liberation Army and Ministry of State Security Agents manage co-opted community members through threats and inducements and direct high-level espionage operations. The People's Liberation Army and Ministry of State Security Units recruit potential candidates for intelligence gathering before they leave China or offer favors for their co-conspirators, the August 23 ruling says. Once abroad handlers with links to these units cultivate relations with them through chinese friendships and culture groups Um, and so there's a whole there's a whole mechanism foundational organism to allow electoral interference and it seems like there's a super sophisticated plan to allow them to continue recruiting at their leisure really and like that's scary Don't you think? Like, I think that's pretty wild, especially when we're supposed to have some kind of, you know, democracy that's run by Canadians, but it seems that we're being run by uh, Chinese intelligence operations. So that's wild. Hello, everyone. Thanks very much for watching. This is just a short version of a longer show. If you'd like to get the whole show, you can go over to CanadaPoly.com and sign up for a subscription. Just look in the drop down tab for shop and donate and look for subscriptions and you'll get immediate access to the full show. Love to see you. Thanks for watching, everybody. Have a wonderful, wonderful.